Hi, everyone. This is Tent Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Nelson, and I'm happy to have you joining me today for this episode. We're going to be talking about massage education. There has been a lot of interest lately, I think, just from, I don't know, people talking to me about how to become a massage therapist. I got a couple emails within the last couple of weeks, some as far as like on the other side of the country, just wondering what the education process is like. I had a very alternative education experience, and I want to share what that is for folks who might be interested in sharing this information or as massage as a career path. So let's get into it. I did a massage apprenticeship. But before I decided on that, I toured a couple of different schools. And I'll never forget, I was at my grandmother's house and my second cousin was over at my grandma's house. I just stopped in to say hello and she had company. It was my second cousin. So I'm hanging out and I'm just kind of saying, you know, I think I really want to do massage because the college major that I was in It was just a hot mess. It was like I went to BYU-Idaho, which is a very religious school. The major was just teaching me how to be a professional mother, and I didn't like the lens. It felt very patriarchal. It felt very misogynistic. I didn't have those words then. I just thought, if I'm going to be paying these thousands and thousands of dollars for education, I'm going to need a career path. And I don't like taking child development courses from men who I wouldn't trust as far as I could throw. So I'm at my grandma's house. I'm kind of like going over, you know, my life path with her. And I'm just saying, I think I want to do massage. Well, my second cousin is like, hey, I go to this massage parlor and they have apprenticeships available. They put people through an education program at this massage studio I go to. You should go check it out. And so that led me on my journey And I left my grandmother's house and I just took a drive. I did a drive by past the place. I felt curious about it. I got an application that day. I kind of got the rundown. And then I was like, I knew then that that's what I wanted to do. But I needed to check through other schools and just see like, is the apprenticeship path the right path for me to get this credential, this licensure? And so... I toured a couple of different schools that week. And the main differences that I found is that massage school will take you through the process faster. And it's a little bit more money, or in some cases, a lot more money. Because it's a school that has credentials, I mean, most schools have credentials, obviously, you can get financial aid and use some funding for your education. Also, some of the offerings are a lot more beneficial, like a cadaver lab is usually included, or like taking a semester and just like deep diving something with a teacher that is really good about the repetitive transfer of information. And like, you just have course, like books, you have a curriculum. It's like a fine wheeled machine. They put you through the program fast. You're very prepared for the exam. I think that is one thing that I've noticed is 
people who go to the school and they complete the program, they are very prepared to take the test. Now, I want to tell you some downsides of that. Most of the schools are owned by cruise ship companies or by hotel chains. They're basically, it's like a mass production where you get a job placement on a cruise ship or at a hotel chain, and it's like a a mass production. So you're not getting the specialized one-on-one care. You're not getting a lot of like the ratio to teacher and student. There's a lot more students than there are teachers in a school setting. And because of that, if you have a different style of learning where you need a lot more attention, you're not going to get the same amount of like hands-on, for example. Also, I think because it's a curriculum that's funded by these huge corporations with the agenda that you'll work there, you're limited on what you're learning. But see, the nice thing about massage is that there is continuing education. And that's why you find a lot of massage therapists who maybe have a lot of modalities or they know a lot about a lot is because we're always learning. It's how we keep up with our licensure. So let's switch it over to apprenticeships. Every massage therapist who takes on an apprentice, there's a limit per license to only two apprentices. So the student to teacher ratio is pretty damn good. And if you're with somebody who you think is a good teacher, you've got that whole therapist's experience at your fingertips. Like you can learn how to run a business. You can learn all about their clients and who they're working on. And not like weird things about their clients, just like I've worked on people who've had so many different disabilities and different body types and diseases and injuries and so many, you know, people with amputee, there's a big, huge, wide range of what bodies look like and the details of what's going on. And when you talk to somebody who's worked with somebody with a huge range of experience like that, the transfer of wisdom is like, it's incredible. And a great thing about the apprenticeship program is you get to work alongside of going to school. And so like I know when you go to school, you have Saturdays, which are days that you can work on the public. And it's just like this long day of just running through clients to get your hours. But when you're doing an apprenticeship program, like working on the public is a way that you're learning and getting your hours. And so you get so much more hands-on because we constantly need bodies to work on, to show examples, to demo. And so you're working a lot, getting those hours through making money, essentially. I've taken four people through the apprenticeship program, and they start working probably four months into their apprenticeship program, and it's a year program. And so they can start making money almost immediately And that helps them pay for their education because unlike going to a school, the apprenticeship program is funded privately. 
And so maybe you have generational wealth and your parents are paying for your education. Maybe you've put it on credit. Maybe you take out a personal loan. Maybe you're good at saving, but it's self-funded. And so that can be a real deterrent for people who are looking at the apprenticeship program. And so that grace of being able to work and make money to pay for your education is a really big selling point for a lot of apprentices. And that was probably one of the top reasons I chose the apprenticeship program is because I was tired of paying so much for tuition, particularly because I wasn't like ever going to get to a career at the end of it. And so knowing that I could work and make money while working was actually why I did it. And I did have a job the first several months of my apprenticeship program when I was a student. And I ended up quitting and just taking on more hours as an apprentice. And I made more than I did when I was working. Actually, I had two other jobs that I quit. I was a night shift at the Women and Children in Crisis Center. And I did day work at a place that no longer exists, ProboCraft. And I quit both of those jobs, said, see you later, I'm doing massage. And I just dove in, I dove in so deep, and I was so passionate about it. Some of the limitations of an apprenticeship program is that you have one teacher, so you're kind of limited to that teacher's knowledge and experience. Now, when I've done apprenticeship programs, I will have guest teachers, but those are just people that I know within my network. If you apprentice with somebody who doesn't have access to a network of people that can teach, you're just kind of stuck with that person. And it is like a legal contract. I mean, you are bound to this therapist because you're legally able to work and learn under their license. And so it feels like a very big contractual arrangement. For example, like if you were to get too many parking tickets or have a run-in with the law or something like that, you could lose your license. Because as a holder of a professional license, you're held to a standard of needing to be a responsible citizen. And that is something that can kind of feel a little overwhelming at first as you're like getting your fingerprints and entering the system. But there's safety also of having a therapist have your back and and be like legally kind of responsible for you. I mean, not too many things, but you know, just for your licensure. I think, you know, overall, if I were to do my education all over again, I wouldn't have changed anything. I honestly loved the apprenticeship program. As a teacher, taking people through the apprentice program, I think you learn as you go. There's different personalities, there's different schedules and circumstances that come into play. But definitely as a teacher, I would have changed a lot of things I'll say it again, I'll say it over and over again, anatomy is not my strong suit because I learned anatomy through reading and most of the anatomical terms are in Latin and so I still mispronounce things and I'm still like learning anatomy because I don't speak in correct anatomical terms to clients. We're usually just talking about the shin and not like 
the specific muscles or bones attached to the shin. Like you can just say the word shin and everybody's on the same page. So there's also this thing of when you're working with clients, just you can speak in correct anatomical, like specific terms, but most of the time you're just going to be saying neck, you know, like my neck hurts and we can get into the specifics of what muscle or what vertebrae, but most of the time we're just going to say the word neck. And so as a teacher, I would definitely say that there are some real things that are not great with me as a teacher. But the things that I really shine is I have a shit ton of experience. And I will teach you not only the curriculum, but all the extra additives of what it's like to run a business and how to develop your spiritual gifts, which are just your senses, like how to trust your hands to figure out and listen to the body for cues and and how you're listening and how you're developing your intuition through your physical senses in your body. That's something that takes a lot of years to develop and to quiet to hear that. But once you are connected and learn about the energy systems of the body and your own body specifically as a practitioner. I mean, that is basically, I think, one of the most valuable parts of having a body. Being an owner of a body is learning all of the extra cool energetic possibilities that we have. And I just don't think you're going to get that at a school. You're going to learn about the energy body because it's on the exam. But I think experientially, like working with somebody who's actually like developed a career and a lifetime of learning and practicing energy is so much different than just memorizing the information for the final exam. Another downfall of the apprenticeship is that it's going to take longer. It's a year at a minimum. And with some of the schools, you can finish in six to nine months. So the apprenticeship program is a year and you take that exam. And because you don't have a large group of students, you have to be self-motivated to study and to absorb the information. Because again, if your learning style is a little bit different, you know, if it's like different than how your teachers, you're not going to have multiple teachers. So you're going to have to learn and like motivate yourself to get the information because everybody wants to work on people. It's exciting. It's fun. It really is the best part of an apprenticeship program is just getting your hands on a lot of different bodies and and making money at doing that. But to take and pass the exam and actually follow through with it to get your licensure takes a, a level of discipline. And I think with the schools, there's a high dropout rate of people who start it and then, you know, they just say, not for me. And that can happen as well with massage, but people usually stick out their apprenticeship just to make money. I think especially when you're first starting out, you say to yourself, oh, fast, easy money. But as a lifetime practitioner, there's nothing fast and there's nothing easy about it because it requires a lot from a person to be grounded 
and to be responsible and to be ethical and to continue their education and to stay fresh and to be adaptable for each client. Clients revolve. Sometimes you work on somebody for 10 years and you think they're going to be a part of your life forever and they're not because you are constantly shifting through people and trying to find the right fit. And so you're learning new things and you're learning new bodies and new diseases and new chronic pain and how to work with people and how to communicate how to work with people and trauma responses and working through a pandemic has, of course, I say this over and over again, it's totally changed the way that I show up in my job, but for the better. And I think it's such a a cool time to be alive where we have so many options for education pathways. And I think both are great. I obviously definitely recommend the apprenticeship program as the route to go because I think it's customizable and I think you get so much care and it's not being funded by big corporations who have an agenda for you. And I also understand that financially and with time, that's not an option for a lot of people. And there's obviously some advantages of having like more money and cadaver labs, multiple teachers, There's a lot of variables that help make a decision, but I do believe in the ancient tradition of student learning from teacher and they absorb all of that wisdom. And I do expect that by the time the student graduates that they will in their lifetime surpass me with knowledge, with opportunities, with things, because they start their career with my entire lived experience. And I just think there's nothing like that at a school. And that's what makes it really special. If you have any questions about becoming an apprentice, if you'd like to do this, I will offer an apprenticeship program again. I would need to have two students that are ready to sign up at the same time and they'd have to be self-funded. But I'm just throwing this out there as an option because I've been getting a lot of questions about it lately. And so I just wanted to clarify what the program looks like. In the state of Utah, it requires a lot of hours. So Utah is a great state if you're going to move and transfer your license to other states. You're taking the same exam and the hours are high, so it's relatively easy to transfer. You don't have to retake any exams. Usually you just have to pay a fee. So if this is something that you are thinking about, if you have more questions, feel free to message me anytime through the Tent Talks email. It's tenttalks111. Those are the numbers, one, at gmail.com. And we want to give a special thank you shout out to Kimberly Mehmet, who is our editor and our sound producer. She makes this podcast come alive and sound really special. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your attention. If you like this, please leave a review and uh, share it with some of your friends. And we'll see you next time on Tent Talks Podcast. Podcast.